Hi, Matt. Hi, Ashley. And hello, listeners. Listeners. <laughs> listeners. Listeners. <laughs> hello, listeners. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the AF High List. <laughs> I can't. I Get can't it together, man. I, I can't. I can't. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the AF High List, a podcast where Matt and I have been getting placed and blazing our way through the American Top 100 Films <laughs> list, whatever it's called. It's whatever. You know the fucking thing. It's a big there's, list. There's been 68 of them oh so far. Do you hear my insanity? Like, I would love to do a master cut of how crazy I sound through each episode. And there have been 68 of them. 68. That's the number this week. What's the movie, Matt? <laughs> It's an American in Paris. An American in Paris. I made a bunch of jokes last week about an American werewolf in London. Matt's like, there is an American werewolf in Paris. I'm like, I know, Matt, but no one has seen it. (laughs) And you know what? I actually did kind of like it. It's like the sexy one. Yeah, and it's super silly. (laughs) Because it's it's in Paris. Yeah. I like that one. I mean, obviously, like, the first one should be on this list because it pioneered special effects. We know. (laughs) They know. We all know. We're frustrated together. (laughs) However, there is pretty much nothing in common between those movies and this movie. Yeah, except that there is a prominent of the color red and there are vampires. Yes. (laughs) There are not vampires in this movie, but there is a strange, like, black and white masquerade sex vampire party, I would say. You're like, it's not a vampire party, but I'm like, "Mm, look at what's going on in there. People are jumping off of things, and I'm like, "Uh, this is like interview with a vampire in the back, you know? Yeah, vampirefreaks.com brought to life. (laughs) What a strange, like, vampirefreaks.com was inspired by a 1951 musical starring Gene Kelly. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I always knew there was a fucking connection. (laughs) We love connections here. We're making a love connection. And in two episodes from now, we will be making a French connection. Whoa! (sighs) But Shane's in the middle of it, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Oh my goodness. Have you seen this movie? (laughs) Great transition. (laughs) Thank you. I'm lit as hell right now. I have not. I didn't know it. I didn't know what this movie was at all. All I think I only recently heard it was a musical, and it was only from like looking it up for this list, like needing to watch it. <laughs> that was all I knew nothing about this man. You literally said one day, You're like, Oh, yeah, it's a musical, and you blew my mind. <laughs> I just assumed it was going to be another war movie set during war, also. I love mean, story, forbidden love story. Technically, <laughs> he's a World War II vet, yes, and he's in paris you know it's post so is it a war movie i mean i didn't have to see any of the bullshit that comes along with war dude movies. like there's a main so. there's a main plot point that has to do directly with the war the war <laughs> sorry i'm trying to drink some water <laughs> it sounds exactly like bro <laughs> bro order <laughs> him be my bro order good sip uh, i was good trying golf. I was like, be as loud as you can, and I gulped, and I almost choked, and now I'm like still kind of learning how to breathe underwater. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that go all the way down to your tummy. (laughs) Wow. But that was like such a cartoonish, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) It spiraled out of control so quickly. (laughs) I've never seen this either. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen it. Um, I, when you say it's a Gene Kelly movie, I'm like, okay, Gene Kelly's the guy who tap dances all over the place. I know that guy. We've seen Singing on, Singing, Singing on the Rain. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta sing, sing another musical. Yes. Why isn't the producers on this list? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I bet it's on, like, the best, 100 best comedies list. Yeah. No sweat. And I'm, of course, talking about the <laughs> Matthew Brown's <laughs> 2005 Nathan production. Lane production <laughs> with the ferocious uh, Uma. Is it Uma? Yeah, Uma's in that. Damn. I like both of those movies They're pretty fun. They're pretty fun. I don't really remember the other one. I like them both. I think they're both. But Gene's in it. Yeah. And Gene is my fave. Yes. Gene Wilder. Oh, my gosh. All you music freaks out there, you're like... This is my favorite musical of all time. I actually don't think a lot of people have this as their favorite musical. 
Maybe like I just didn't thirty years ago or something, but it just hasn't carried like some of these. Other, like Singing in the Rain still is pop culturally relevant. This one just hasn't carried like that one. People has. our age and in our generation and the generations around us are like, oh, my favorite movie is Singing in the Rain. Yes, because that I feel like I don't know. It's just like a very joyous movie. Yeah, this one you get it. This one feels like the prequel to Singing in the Rain, the Genesis, the uh, Journey to Singing in the Rain. And it's like, well, they put it on this list because it's like, well, it led to the best musical. (laughs) Yeah, you know they're doing it right because like during the credits, it's like just some images changing credits. We got the medley going on. We got all the songs we're going to hear throughout, which this one, it's not so much in my mind a classic musical. It's more of the like... um, like a composery thing. Yeah, and there's it's more a, orchestra. And there's also too lot of a dance sequence particular. It's like a end. ballet. This is a ballet. Yeah, it's not tons and tons of songs like mm-hmm. you know, musicals that I guess we've become like accustomed to. It's like song and dance and story. Like it's a lot of it's a lot of this even distribution of everything. <laughs> yeah, like if you're like, hey, what's the song from Singing in the Rain? Go. Singing in the Rain. No. <laughs> I mean, like, sing it. I thought it was trivia. Oh, I mean, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> but you know it, right? Yeah. Um, singing in the rain. Exactly. Yeah. That's Everybody right. knows that. An American werewolf in Paris. Said it. You Go. did it. An American werewolf in Paris. Can you get there? Mouth. <laughs> Mouth. Is it really? Mouth, it's from that soundtrack. Mouth Bush's mouth. By Bush. Is from the American Woman Paris soundtrack. Oh my god, can you can we intercut that song in American Paris? American in Paris. I can't <laughs> see this movie title because Werewolf goes Keeps after wanting to make an appearance. After the words and American, <laughs> I say Werewolf. Because I'm talking about one of those two movies. Where are the wolves? everywhere if it's after an american (laughs) christ i mean just at the very beginning we were already on the struggle bus today i feel like we're a little struggling but in the most hilarious way we were like who the fuck is (laughs) is gene kelly (laughs) yeah like the first guy that shows up in this movie we're like who the fuck is that and then then we were like do we know what gene kelly looks like Is this Gene Kelly in this movie? It started and I saw that guy's face and I was like, that's the face of a leading man. I may know, (laughs) but I know Gene Kelly's in it. Is this Gene Kelly? Is that what he looks like? (laughs) And then it was, is he in Singing in the Rain? (laughs) Yes. Yes, he is. And like, he, it does fit. But for some reason, I think it's because Fred Astaire is just like so specific looking that I tie him to the dancing. I, I know who Fred Astaire is for some reason, but I don't know Gene Kelly as well. And it's because I had never seen Singing in the Rain or this movie before. And I feel like these are his movies. Same boat, dude. Like I Now I'm seen... a big fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. He's a talented motherfucker. He makes it look easy. And that's like the best part, you know, yes. when it looks like effortless. Uh, what was I going to say about Gene Kelly? Who the fuck is he? Who the fuck is Gene Kelly? Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I haven't seen these movies before. I have seen the Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers movies on AMC and TCM mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. So I have a familiarity with those, but I hadn't seen these movies before. Gene Kelly's new to me. <laughs> yeah. White Christmas is not with Fred Astaire, but Holiday Inn, which is basically an exact ripoff of its own movie because Bing Crosby's in that as well. It's basically White Christmas, but with Fred Astaire. You gotta love If you haven't seen those in comparison, it's wild. Uh, you gotta love the 1930s when like, <laughs> they, they were just like, ah, that movie is like really successful. And they're just like, okay, do it again. <laughs> Put another title in yeah. it, stick a couple different stars in it. They're like, Who do we what? got under contract? Let's do it again. <laughs> Get Fred in here. Bing and Fred go way back. And it's like, oh, shouldn't we recast Bing? And they're like, no, Bing was great in the first one. We'll just do it again. He's a completely different person, but it's like kind of the same. It's the same thing. <laughs> he gets with the girl. It's all good. Like, you know, it doesn't... <laughs> it's 
such a struggle. <laughs> oh my god. But I will say, I think, like, something nice about the musicals on this list, like, <laughs> this musical in particular, which I think this was a year before Singing in the Rain, so like you said, it's the prequel, it's kind of building up to it. This period of time for musicals, in my heart, is like, just a jolly good time. Like, <laughs> I immediately was like, as soon as it started and we introduced the characters, I was like, all right, I'm having fun. It's breezy, but it's, like not in like I feel like breezy's used kind of like negatively. I mean it in the most just honest way, just breezy. It's just like hmm. <laughs> effortless. I'm like, yes, these are people who are talented telling me a little story. But that is the most predictable story upon all time because it made it was one of the early ones that made the tropes. Right. It's all fun, jolly good times until um, he decides to abduct a young woman at a restaurant. <laughs> Explain to me. <laughs> I mean, he abducts his new friend's girlfriend, who he doesn't know is his friend, new friend's girlfriend, <laughs> and basically just scoops her up while she's having dinner with friends and is like, guess what? You're going to dance with me. And she's like, well, I don't want to make a scene, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidnapping me? <laughs> so when she just says, it's yep. harmless. No, he literally said, it's harmless. Yes. And, like, he won't stop. Before he even abducts her, I'm sorry, this is, like, straight up. He's insane. He's absolutely insane. He's sitting at the table, and he turns around when the people he's with leave the table. And he turns around and looks at this girl he has never met, ever. And he just smiles at her (laughs) and and stares. stares directly at her, like, out of his way. Yes. He's turned. He moves his chair. And looks directly at her. And she looks at him. There's a panic look that happens. That She's I feel like, what like the fuck? I've like, done. Every yeah. woman has done this like panic look when a dude is just like zoned into you. It's weird as hell. And he straight up just continues to take her. Yes. And get her private information. He's like, give me your phone number. And then she's like, oh, it's this. And then her asshole, like, dude she's with was like, no, this is your phone number. Give this to the random man who says he knows you, but you seem to be uncomfortable about the whole thing. Yeah, right. Here's your here's your phone number. This is make where sure you, you give her a call. Oh this is where God. you can find her. <laughs> can I make you a map? <laughs> like, people were just, like, so wasted and, like, yeah, was chain smoking. Yeah. At one point, you said, <laughs> in this restaurant where she's getting taken yes. by a stranger, um, how much smoke do you think is in this place? <laughs> yeah. There were plumes everywhere. The guy, the, we just zoomed in on one table <laughs> where people were talking, and there were three men that were just like... <laughs> Smoking at their pipes. <laughs> I had no idea tonight was going to be an ASMR podcast. <laughs> Thank you for the commitment. But that's how they were doing it. <laughs> they were sucking it back. <laughs> there was smoke everywhere. And then like that joke, like they were even making jokes about it later on. Like one of the the composer friend who's in the middle of like the two dudes in the love triangle and that don't know they're in a love triangle and live until literally the end. Yes. But he knows the whole time he has a fucking meltdown and is just chain smoking a bunch of cigarettes and drinking coffee. What a weird physical bit. He did a good job for somebody who was like, you told me it was like a composer. Like, yeah, you, like just he helps. Of... Uh, he co-wrote some of the stuff. What was it? Gershwin? Gershwin, yeah. Yeah. So, but he was a good, like, physical comedian for that part. I thought that was yeah. pretty funny. and Because he, he, he committed been, to it. That's why it was good. He must have just he been trained it. generally or interested generally in all of the arts. Theater. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's like arts the movie. Yeah, I had to watch this on Broadway HD. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what streaming service this is currently on. It is, like... Art the movie. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Was there anything else that tickled your fancy in there? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I for only me. got it for like a week, but feel <laughs> free to get in there. <laughs> All right, we'll take a look. <laughs> it feels like a big showcase movie. It's like everybody's been working all summer on. <laughs> Not all of their best things they can do. <laughs> and the whole theme is that art making art is frustrating. You know, like right. making art that is amazing and masterpiece level is weirdly about equal time as being frustrated by creating it yeah like very little time they're actually painting 
or composing. Right. Or, like, they're, they're just, just fucking around. Frustrated by the fact that this is what they want to uh-huh. do. But which they're good at it, which is frustra- even more frustrating. Yeah, I think that is, isn't that the creative soul thing? Is Absolutely. 90% of the time you're spent hating the thing mm-hmm. you love, and then 10% you do it. Like <laughs> Every time I write something, I'm literally staring at a wall, thinking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for like a long time and then i'll be like nice and then i'll just like, go i'll go forever it's fantastic that's how every creative's brain i feel like works i haven't made a movie in seven years <laughs> <laughs> let's make it 10 <laughs> Why not? let's not <laughs> let's make it seven years in one month yeah there you go you have one month to make a movie go go <laughs> this asshole sorry now i'm gonna go, just go jump back it. in because I want to talk about how psychotic he is. He is a stalker. He he shows up at her work. <laughs> yeah. The minute... It was so funny when we were watching it. The minute he fucking walked in those doors, you were like, oh my god, no. Her, her place <laughs> of work, that should be sacred. Right. It's uncomfortable. Leave her alone. She has to be there. Leave her alone. Like I think the only moment she was happy he was there is when he upsold that lady on perfume. I don't know if that was the reason, but in my mind, I think that was the reason. I don't know anything about perfumes, French perfumes from the 50s. Um, so I don't know if that's the case. I have a master's case. in that. But if she... <laughs> well, tell me more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a master's in snacking. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's even doper. <laughs> How do you think <laughs> you would respond if you were being pursued by this dude and he came to your work? How are you feeling? Um. Well, this is me. <laughs> may, may You're everybody. like flattered and I love him. <laughs> no, I'm making a fucking scene. Oh. I'm being like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like yelling at the guy from behind the counter. Can you imagine if that little girl, <laughs> that sweet little demure French girl was just like, get, get the, the fuck out of here. <laughs> I told you to leave me the fuck alone. To Gene Kelly, who's like the most liked guy on the block. Literally children come out in droves and are like, teach us American words and sing songs and dance. And they're like, ha ha ha, we're having the best time. And all the neighborhood stops in the streets and watching it is like, oh, this man is amazing. And it's like, that guy, some little petite brunette <laughs> girl is just screaming, get the fuck out <laughs> to that guy. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Everything's falling. <laughs> That's an amazing response, but she gets over it very quick. Yeah, I, and I don't buy this. Like, I think she looks really fucking, like, pissed off, even after kind of the upsell. Yes. And then immediately, as soon as he's, like, funny, she's like, I love you. <laughs> I'll do anything you say. And I'm like, I don't... I don't, you even said you were like, oh, she's tricking him. The boyfriend's going to show up with her. So, because, yeah, it didn't she even seem like... She so mad. Right. And then, like, very little got her to smile. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, now I feel like she is a mystery. She's the mystery girl. She's kind of the manic pixie dream girl in this. I was going to say that. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. She's a, a proto, proto, proto. Uh, <laughs> like, she's one of the early manic yes. pixie dream girls. Yes. For sure. Right. She just like... Lisa? Yeah. Lisa. 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 With an E. Like Lisa. (laughs) You know. (laughs) It's cute. (laughs) Because she's adorable in this. Yeah. Um, Wow. Like, what a debut. Like... Right? Who? That New York Times reviewer was like, she was the only thing worth watching in this movie. (laughs) Absolutely. That one dude, uh, like Boris or something. I forget what his name was. uh, But (laughs) when this came out, he was like, "Uh, what's her name? Leslie Karen is a vision. She is the lifeblood of this movie. And when she's not on the screen, it's just like trivial daytime musical television. Like, it just was so snooty. I was like, gosh, darn. He felt the muse power from this woman. Yeah. (laughs) Did you, have you ever, I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. I think she's just this movie. Yeah, I don't know her from anything else. I didn't recognize her. And I don't, 
I, I can only now only have the vision of her in this movie. Oh, she's, yeah, like, <laughs> she's so good. So I wonder if that's what happened to her. She was typecast or something because it was like she did this movie and that was it. It's great because like clearly she's a dancer. Yes. And like you have Gene Kelly who is a painter in this. Yet he dances all the time. Yes. <laughs> and sings. <laughs> he does and tap dances. He does everything but paint most of the time. And then he paints, too. But then she's a dancer, and the whole time, pretty much, she doesn't dance. But the very opening, her introduction, and the very end, both in fantasy, I might add. So she is a dancer, confirmed? Oh, I don't know. She was doing ballet shit. I'm assuming she can dance. Uh, Well, no, I mean, like, not, like, for real, real life, but, like, uh... In the movie, she was playing a dancer? No, it was oh. a... <laughs> oh, I see what you're... I get <laughs> The it opposite. The opposite. The plug has been put in. <laughs> Sorry, I put Understood. It. <laughs> it's like when you're plugging in your USB. It was upside down, yep. like, for a minute. And yep. then you're like... Got it. Got Flipped it. it. Fit. <laughs> he's been uploaded. Yeah, the opening is, like, the men's fantasy of her. Uh-huh. And she's doing ballet and shit. And then the whole movie, when she's, like, being pursued by Gene Kelly... You know, doing all that stuff. She's normal. She's not dancing really with him a lot. Yeah, there's that one scene. Yeah, but they're like kind of, it's small. It's like the like forbidden love kind of. It's the moment. It's like the la la land or some shit, (laughs) you know. And uh, and then the end, it's his like big ballet ode to Lisa. You know, like he thinks he's lost her forever. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's a big production, man. Yeah. That was huge. 17 minutes, too. It's pretty long. Like, kind of a dance no outro. Kind of, kind of a ballsy move for the end of this movie. <laughs> Dude, that movie, it, that, like, 17-minute segment of this movie that's just a ballet in his head was, like, half a million dollars. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so expensive. And I'm like, yes, I want over the top. Use every prop, every choreographed dancer. Like, use it all. This is the, the Gore Verbinski effect uh, that we have talked about many times. Like, yeah. you just, you spend some fucking money. And How get much something. money did he spend on Pirates of the Caribbean? Like, two or three? I think it was three, and it was something like $300 million. And he's like, I'm going to build an ocean and a boat in here. <laughs> Literally, it was like, in the age of CGI, one of your main characters is a, like, fish. It's a tentacle know? man. <laughs> yeah. With waving tentacles, and it's just Bill Nye, like, every movie from that time. Yes, playing the same character. <laughs> the vampire thin underworld. <laughs> yeah. A vampire in every other movie. Yeah, also. <laughs> Bill Nye's like, I'm gonna stick to my vampire <laughs> He's good at it. He's he looks good. like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, so when you have access to that kind of CGI, and he's like, no, I want to make this boat rock inside and it's like what <laughs> he's like i want to make the ship in this room go whooshy in the water real water and it's like this is very expensive <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is going to be tremendously expensive gore can i just say <laughs> what a vision you have but for 13.99 i can get a kid <laughs> an intern to make what you want. Right. $13.99. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Just this ticket over there. No. <laughs> yeah, but so I like that this is, that has that effect where it's just like, no, fuck it. I will spend half of this movie's budget just on this one scene. The very this. end. Because, it, yeah, it's a big fucking production. Uh, it's I worth it. I love big fucking productions, so cool. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> stamp of approval (laughs) you have those set pieces and like i mean clearly everything was like a huge set because they basically rebuilt paris yeah on a lot i'm like the mgm lot yeah (laughs) they were spending money yeah this was a big one 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 location that they used over and over again was like that like stone step area by the river it's very romantic i think by the seine or something it's very romantic and everything and i was just like hey shout out to all my ladies never take a walk around the river at 9 p.m with a dude who can't take no for an answer (laughs) 
she said no to him like 50 fucking times and he was like let's go walk by the river and she's like all right (laughs) sure at night alone yeah i'm worried about her having to say no again (laughs) (laughs) well this is blissful and everything at this time where everybody's dancing in the street at this moment but in 2021 you would literally just like (laughs) not survive the night yeah, you most certainly would be going home with nothing that you had in your pockets, at least. <laughs> Speaking of pockets, when he, should they get to the river, remember he just pulls out two pieces of candy? Yeah. And he's just like, here, have some candy. And you're like, yep, take candy from a stranger. <laughs> it's like she takes the candy from him and then, like, bam, cut to Gene Kelly in a skin suit. <laughs> it's like Buffalo. Would Go. you fuck me? I would fuck me. <laughs> Just because I'm having so much fun. Uh, this episode may be one of my favorite episodes <laughs> to do. <sighs> oh, yeah. I laughed so hard with my belly. You know, like that was a deep laugh. Ooh. Well, we were talking about <laughs> Lisa's poor choices. Yes. But it seems like they're a pretty cute couple after she had Stockholm Syndromed into that. Yeah, man. She, oof. <laughs> I'm worried about her getting Stockholm Syndromed with the first guy and then <laughs> later fucking just going with this guy and taking candy from him. I think it's a thing where maybe, it, it's weird. I think her entire life was very serious because of the war. Yeah. She literally said that the guy, she was, her fiance basically... Um, saved her during the war and hid her because they were a part of the resistance. So, like, I think she was just so grateful <laughs> for a very scary time in her life that she felt that she had to do that. And he is very talented and charming and nice, perfectly acceptable to be with. And I think she was just kind of, like, chilling in that. But then there's a crazy guy. Wildfire comes. I must have you. And she's like, I mean, he's handsome, but he's fucking scary psycho. He's got some fire there. He is. But then he says something silly and then upsells her customer. And she's like, fuck yeah, I get commission on this bitch. (laughs) She said all of that with her eyes, I feel like. So it's like, okay, they're cute, I guess. <laughs> it's a very problematic relationship. But, you know, as long as everybody is happy in the end, I feel like the guy she dumped is going to be very happy in the end because he's going to America and he's, like, famous. <laughs> and French. Yes. He's going to get so laid over here. <laughs> Every night. Different lady. Or dude. Different dude. Both. Both. Oh, both for sure. Live. Live a little. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a taste yes. of American cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Of every variety. 
I mean, like, with all the Stockholm Syndrome thing, I could say that this is the least romantic movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Just because of, like, everybody's vibes. And then it gets super romantic at the end, though. I'm I'm just gonna say it like I like I'm not really like too hung up on how super fucking creepy the beginning part was like I'm still just I'm not feeling any heat between them I'm not getting the chemistry that this movie's trying to sell I feel it probably the only time I feel it is during the fucking final dance sequence is the only time there's kind of like heat yeah the heat between them but the rest just doesn't there's no there's okay and maybe that's intentional Maybe it's just my read on it. Maybe nobody else thinks this, but I just didn't feel like they were connecting like the story was trying to sell me that they were connecting. I think that she was so removed. She wasn't being herself and open with him the yeah. whole time. She, like, that's she's like, story. don't talk about anything other than when we hang out. Let's just enjoy each other's company, basically, and smooch. <laughs> Do little yeah. kisses and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think like that moment when he's looking, they look at each other, you know, and she drives away, but she comes back in the end. So we know that her in the car, she's probably also imagining all of this stuff, you know? Could be. I mean, it's through his lens, but like her, not necessarily imagining this, but going through the motions of like, no, this is real. This is different than that. You know, it's like a swelling of it. <laughs> it, it crescendos like that end very expensive ballet 17 minute montage of pure dance and talent and everything is essential for this to be a romantic movie but i think the thing that would have made this uh, what I, I think is kind of a ballsy ending more ballsy if they would have just ended it right at the end of the dance sequence or she doesn't ro- come yeah, back or we don't know it doesn't matter you know like it just yeah that she leaves and this is sort of his brain firing off and that's all we need to know that's their end of the story <laughs> however I, right before the ball the ballet started he's it's just his face close up yeah he does look pretty crazy <laughs> <laughs> i was like uh-oh he's either gonna jump or he's gonna kill somebody in there <laughs> yeah and like nobody would notice for a while because it's a vampire party <laughs> There's like this crazy black and white masquerade party of vampire vampires for sure. <laughs> and he looked crazed in that moment. But yeah, yeah I guess I, don't know. I guess you're right. That would have kind of left things a little intense. I think for the musical vibe, like musicals in that way, it's a very happy-go-lucky thing. It's got to have a happy Yeah, why ending. would you have that kind of crash ending Because, like, like yeah. if you watch movies, like, Lana Turner movies or something, like, melodrama is yes. devastating. So like, grim. Madame X, like, I gotta show you some of these movies because they're just so... I've seen some of them, though, and I know. My grandma is, like, the gem of the earth. Like, she's just so wonderful. Every time I visit her, she is like, oh, I got another devastating romance movie to show you from, like, the 50s and 60s and stuff. And every time I go home, I'm like, I've never heard of this, and it's incredible. Um, Last time, I'm just a recommendation corner. Um, I think it's, was it Backstreet? I think it was not Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Like, Back street it's back all right (laughs) devastating the devastation will consume you i don't know how you find it she just had she she found it she got a copy of it dude ask your grandparents or an older family or just someone older you know what movies have i never heard of here's what kind of i like send me on a path of just shit that I've never even heard of. Yeah, it's really fun. Because at first you're like, oh, wow, this one, this one, okay, this is a thing. This is an old movie, you know? It's one that's not, like, critically acclaimed, you know? This is a random suggestion. And you're always like, wow, absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so excited because I got to show her Double Indemnity. That was on this list. Check out that episode. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Different lifetime. Um and she loved it. <laughs> yeah, isn't, it, it's, isn't it kind of cool to have some of these in your arsenal? Like yes. now that we've seen 68 of them, like to be like, well, part, like I said, we've probably seen like 75 of them because we've seen some of the ones coming up. Yeah. But like, we and we can now pull those out and like, 
yeah, you wanted to show your grandma mm-hmm. a movie from like a, a noir movie. You had that in your arsenal. Yeah, I think it's nice to have like a huge sampling of these movies, like different genres, time periods, and everything. So whenever someone goes a certain way in a conversation, you have a recommendation. That's what makes Recommendation Corner so special. <laughs> We watch everything. We do. And we like take a lot of people's recommendations too. So not too many though. Don't get fucking greedy about it. Like <laughs> You can't binge everything. Yeah. One at a time, please. But like I like when people recommend me stuff, especially when they kinda know what I'm into. I know you're kinda the same. You'll watch stuff if people are like, Hey, yeah. I think you like this. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? I got the time. <laughs> it, it was great because Some people take nobody's recommendations. Yeah, um, and I take everybody's recommendations. Like if 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 I trust the source, come on, not, every, not everybody's. <laughs> not everyone's clocked into the same station you are. Correct. <laughs> you know, you gotta swim through the vibes. Correct. You gotta do the vibes. Ooh, the vibes of this movie is like artsy, kind of going in that line of like the fifties movies and like older movies, like the noirs and shit. I love those because they have good vibes. Musicals at this time have good vibes. Great production, like values and yes. like uh, design and art direction and all that stuff. Like, what was your favorite shot of this movie? Uh, it was in the end of the dance sequence, near the end mm-hmm. of it, when it's like the golden kind of light, and he's silhouetted with, I think, holding her, and then <gasps> oh it's my the God. smoke. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a great shot. I was like, ooh, that's nice. I've, all my favorite shots were in the end part of this yes. movie. Although this movie did, like, not during the dance sequence at the end, good uh, close-ups. Um, oh. especially Gene Kelly. But there was some good Um she looks great too. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. That sil I completely forgot it's about a good that. Shot. And I can see every frame of that. <laughs> it was such a short sequence. Oh my god. That's the per I feel like I didn't fully go into that her dance sequences at the very beginning. Like she is being talked about they're kind of envisioning what she looks like based on this guy's description and she is being portrayed as like perfect she is perfect in every category right like she is amazing she's so like she's smart but she's not book too booky she's sexy but she's not a slut you know yeah dude no like the other guy was like oh so she's slutty and it was there was the scene with her on a chair yeah and she is in a dress and she's covered and everything but like the movements are so like sexy yeah you know (laughs) and i actually did pull a quote from the woman herself nice uh Lisa is played by Leslie Karen, I believe. And uh, according to her in a 2009 interview, um, (laughs) the dance sequence with a chair, the censor viewing the scene called it sexually provocative, which surprised her because she said, what can you do with a chair? (laughs) Damn. What a fucking baller ass answer to that yeah. question. <laughs> she must be in 2009. She must be much older. Like you know, she's yeah. an older woman, and she's just like, "What can you do with a chair? <laughs> why is that? Why is that sexual? What why? are you projecting watching this? Yeah, she's like, "What am I gonna do with this fucking chair? <laughs> you know, with this chair, my pussy is out here to see." She's like, "It's 1951. <laughs> what am I gonna do with this chair?" They haven't even invented stuff <laughs> to do. To do that with. <laughs> <laughs> there was pretty much like three things you could do, you know? Three to five. <laughs> well, depending on how adventurous you are. There's like seven million things you could do <laughs> now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like... They're like, well, what could she do with a chair to turn people on? I'd be like, there's people that have like fetishes of like naked girls sitting on plastic chairs and farting, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's people that are into like everything. Do you think it's visual for them or do you think it's the sound of the <laughs> You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not allowed to ask questions when you present something like that. You to can't me. give me that 
funny of a question. <laughs> but do you have an answer? I still wouldn't know. What's the visual look like in your head <laughs> when you say that? You said a naked woman sitting on... Oh, what did you say? On a plastic chair. You said plastic chair, so I picture... <laughs> a white like patio furniture but like cheaper um fourth of july gathering plastic chair for sure like a white one mm-hmm. from the 90s or early 2000s yeah. when you get like someone has the the patio furniture or the backyard furniture that's like white and if you knocked on it it was like dum, dum. yeah <laughs> They somehow came in like packs of 75 because everybody had a ton yes. of them. Yes, they were like just giving them away. I think like we had, a, I, I don't know where we kept those either. Me neither. They I just remember white there. plastic chairs all over my lawn in like 1996, you know? What yes, I mean? and like 70 people standing around and you're like, I don't know who any of these people are. I and guess where the fuck did all these chairs go from? <laughs> and no one is sitting in them because they have that weird static barrier and you're wearing shorts and they're they've been baking in the sun all day or they're wet because it rained earlier and yeah they go in for a little while and then you kind of try to come back out and you want to sit back down but you got the little puddle right in the corner where it, or the rounded corner where it all pools yes it's a little subtle rounded corner <laughs> yeah. god damn it i missed the night <laughs> Do you feel that? Oh my yeah. god. It rained today and I was like, oh, feels like the 90s. <laughs> like, I just miss normal rain. It hasn't rained for real in like seven years. <laughs> it's always weird and yeah, random. It's yes. never like, I'm like normal, give me a, just rainy. A calm day. thunderstorm or a, or a big thunderstorm. Just anything. It's just like. <laughs> For a little bit. Yeah. We're going to just make your car look like you went through a lint shop. Like, <laughs> a nightmare. So, she's flirting in one of these 90s. Yes. Uh, so, but what's the visual? Oh, um, just a, <laughs> I guess a naked, I didn't really picture her, but like a naked woman sitting on a chair, kind of like... <laughs> I feel like I, it's it's you, hard to describe. Yeah, you can't, you know, I, I see it. I see it. And then just farting, just letting it go. Just and it's a, yes. <laughs> you know, you, know you never know what you're gonna get on that plastic it's chair. True. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I picture kind of the same thing. I picture, I definitely picture when you say visual. Though, I, I I have to picture some like slapping. So I don't know if it's like I can see through the back or whatever. But I gotta see what? cheeks smacking it. <laughs> when you say visual, I'm thinking I'm going all the way with it. I'm seeing cheeks smacking oh. with the fart through the chair. <laughs> this is very specific. This tells me that like yes, there is a fucking category on like porn tube or something like that <laughs> porn tube. is there a tube i'm certain if there's there not is. a porn tube welcome to our new site <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the af high list at PornTube.com. <laughs> that is correct and all you're gonna do all you're gonna get is like descriptions like that <laughs> What's your favorite visual in this film? Oh, um, there were, I, then early on in the movie, I was just like, oh my God, everything is so beautifully detailed. And you said it after it was like, kind of like the acrylic of a painting is like standing out. Yeah. And yeah, they like really are painterly about this movie. And I thought it was so pretty to look at. Yeah. All the colors look like paint colors to my eyes. So it's like this whole movie is like a painting. Yeah. A painting of Paris come to life on the MGM backlot. <laughs> yeah, but actually, I do think my favorite shot is in the final as well, because this is the one I thought of when you were talking, and then I was like, no, I gotta remember the rest of the movie, and I'm like, no, I think it's just like a really dynamic shot, is when they are both, they're going through multiple sequences and stuff, but like there's, I don't know, like some kind of golden gazebo or something, <laughs> I, I don't know what uh, landmark this is. But that, it's almost like a merry-go-round, but it's not. You know what I mean? Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, they both run to opposite ends, and it's like a grand, like, I don't know, a pose. And it's like a huge, like a really wide shot oh, of yeah. it. And she's in the white dress that's kind of like 
cutesy and floral or like a sparkly or something at the bottom. And like, he's probably just, I think he's dressed as normal Fred Astaire, which is the white collar. And like, <laughs> you said Fred Astaire. <gasps> oh my you God. You Freudian slipped him. Shit. It's the other one that Dap dances. <laughs> Gene Kelly. I remember. <laughs> Sorry. We were talking about Freddie so much. I switched it up. But yeah, that big moment. <laughs> just hold on. Pause. Pause. What? Hold. What? That we, the other day we went to the Dollar Tree and you were trying to park and that woman came out in that red and green sweater. And you were like, <laughs> you were trying to park and you just went, okay, Freddie. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge how fucking funny she that was moment was. was wandering into the fucking area of where I was about to park. I was like, look at your surroundings, Freddie. Are you kidding me? I just want to say that that was really fucking funny oh, when thank you did that you. the other day. That was one of my jokes where it's like, I genuinely say <laughs> it in the moment and it lingers and like, we just move on. Right. Like, because it's so perfectly matched. She was wearing a pretty <laughs> no, She looked ring. exactly like she had a pretty Gruber But she on. was not a person like in our neighborhood who is wearing a Freddie merchandise shirt. It was just a green and red stripe. Just a, just a woman in a green and red sweater going to pick up some stuff at the Dollar Wandering into... <laughs> <laughs> the spot I was going to park. Come on, there's so many sparts. I, I, sparts. There's sparts. so many sparts. Oh, the far shot. I was done. Oh, you just really okay. I think <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, I thought I interrupted you. Sorry. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I right now? Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm still. Doctor. I'm still actively trying not to laugh over the buffalo <laughs> it's like actively still percolating in your brain <laughs> it's never gone away <laughs> like i just i feel like i just like wore myself out with it but it's still <laughs> dancing on my lips at all times you know <laughs> gotcha <laughs> it's so funny uh, this podcast has gone out of control <laughs> This is going to be like the shortest episode because I cannot <laughs> I do just want to give another shout out to that to that guy who played the the friend who knew. He plays the piano the whole time. We get to kind of see his creative process as well. We get his fantasy. Like we get everybody's fantasy a little bit. Or those two dudes mainly. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more this guy in terms of, like, creative, because I feel like I have the dreams, in the, the like, but I'm doing everything, you know? Yeah, like, he's, 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 he's all, all of the... the... The orchestra, and yeah, I feel like when I'm, like, like thinking about making stuff, I'm, like, only... <laughs> it's because you have a vision for the entire process. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is a composer in like many components. He's doing it on the piano, but he's hearing the entire orchestra. Right. You know, oh, hello. Everything's falling. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, no, this is an interesting perspective of like creative. I think his name was Oscar Levant. And uh, yeah, he was a concert pianist, a composer, a musical conductor, an author, a radio game show panelist, and a television talk show host, a comedian, and an actor. He's a jack of all trades. That's why there's so many of them running around. <laughs> he does it all. Because he can do it all. When you can do it all, you want to duck it and have your hand in all of it. Not that I think I can do it all because I can barely do anything. <laughs> <laughs> You got yourself so tickled again. <laughs> do you know what you're going to rate this movie? Yeah, I do. You can go for it. I'm going to give this four Buffalo Bill tap dances <laughs> out of five Buffalo Bill tap dances uh, because I really liked it. Uh, I you didn't said four? Yeah. Great. I didn't fully like, I feel like, connect with it like I mm -hmm. was supposed to, but like I didn't dislike really anything about it, so... Four is just because there was a, maybe it was a chemistry thing or something like that, but it's like, I didn't lock into something for this movie. That's a one notch point off for that, but other than that, I don't get it. Yeah, I think that four is 100% what this movie is. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not as, um, I was really into Singing in the Rain. Yeah, me too. That one was like fucking awesome. That was an epic. Yeah, and but this doesn't feel far from it, like we were saying. 
Exactly. The, hence the four. I was like, I really like what I it's doing. It's just it. not like it's not together right. <laughs> I like it. I think the talent is there. I think it really showcases like Gene Kelly, someone I didn't know very well so much that I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> um, he just feels easy about his movements. Effortless, man. Oh he's, my God. he's a professional of dance in his own skin. I think like a lot of like professional dancers work in a way to mimic anything but like it really sets into like his movements you know even the opening scene where it's not really a dance scene it's like choreographed yes opening up the tables and the windows oh my gosh she pulls out little tables and stuff and we were eating dinner on our little dinner tables and i was like oh my gosh he's having dinner with us (laughs) it was so sweet living in a small space you know you gotta make it count exactly and it was just like so wonderfully timed and like all the kids come out and then when he does the little shows with the kids it's very specific and i I feel like it's really i don't like that song with the kids because i don't like the voices like singing child voices yeah um it's 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 like annoying to my ears as well yes and uh but i think that's the song that everybody knows from this one maybe and i get it because like it is very it feels organic it feels it's, it's whimsical. Yeah, the kids love him, the but he's a psychopath. Him. Don't go to the Don't river take candy with him. <laughs> yeah, he's passing out candy. Well, you got candy in your shorts. Yeah, well, how long has that been there too? I'm concerned about like wetness as well. Just like beyond. Ew. If you got candy in your pocket, you've been <laughs> dancing and shit. Are you kidding me? That fucking little candy wrapper is gonna be soaked. Yeah, I also give it four swanderfuls. Swonderful. Swonderfuls, because that song, Swonderful, Schmarvelous, sh- like whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful. It's four. Great movie. Not it, my favorite. A lot, a lot of good visuals, especially at <gasps> well, the end. Stunning. Visual, the whole ballet. Visual stuff really cool. But yeah. That's about it? Four or five. Four or five. Yeah, it's great. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that closes the chapter on An American in Paris. An American. No werewolves. In Paris. I have to whisper it to myself every time I say it because I can't not. Um, Thanks so much for sticking it out with us. I had a blast this evening. Ooh, yeah, I laughed pretty fucking hard tonight. Yeah, my tum-tum don't feel so good because of all the laughter. Yeah, we'll be back next week with number six. Six (laughs) Sixty-nine! I wish it was like a more interesting film though, but it's just like a Shane. western called Shane. <laughs> you know, like I don't know anything about I hope we come back and we're like, guys, this movie's <laughs> nuts. This movie's the shit. <laughs> but it's just like a dude's name and I don't know what it is. So Well yeah, the last Western on this list didn't light me up, so you know. Cool. <laughs> We're going to get through it. Um, other than that, follow us on the Instagram at AF High List. Um, keep it real. Keep it real, real nice. Keep it real positive. Real positive. Hey, you saw how much fun we were having with the giggles. Have some giggles. Daily giggles are essential, especially with your hydration regimen. Drink water, giggle. This has been your recommendation from Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. Oh, no. <laughs> Not that Dr. Giggles. Hollywood <laughs> Combs was running from that Dr. Giggles. Yeah. I love Charm. I'll, I'll, I can't. I can't get into it again. Tune in to our Charm podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. At For Vampire out. Freak. <laughs> Freaks.com. Porn. 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 We both, like, stumble through that yeah. joke very well. <laughs> It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, do you have anything else to say to the people, Matt? I do not. <laughs> go uh, home. Go home. Most excellent. Until next time. We've been very high. <laughs>